Welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I am your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker. I am your co-host, Noel Wood, codename Crapshoot. Eh? Somewhere out there, eh? there's a Cobra intern who's rubbing some sticks together trying to get <laughs> fire. To so Wi-Fi? He, yeah, so he can make <laughs> Wi-Fi happen. I think that's how Wi-Fi works. We'll, yes. uh one of these days, we'll have a, a Cobra scientist on to explain <laughs> Wi-Fi to us. But until then, we've got a show to produce, and we're doing it now. we got some people here in the chat. Matthew Comstock, yo, 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 what is up? Matthew Comstock, we got a few other people hanging out. Uh, we got, it's funny, uh, I found out over the weekend, I've got to work tomorrow, which means I get up at 3.30 in the morning. That's not a get-up time, that's a go-to-bed time. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> uh, so... We are, we're changing things up a little bit, but we're still given at least an hour of uh, live stream tonight. We got tons to cover. Uh, we have a potential special guest. Uh, Hooded Cobra Commander 788 is supposed to be joining us tonight, but he is currently in the wilds of Australia. <laughs> he is also having Wi-Fi difficulties, so we've got half as many people here as we're supposed to have, but we're going to carry on because, you know, Noel and I can uh, keep this thing going, and Noel, we've got plenty to talk about. Yep. All these uh, people, Cobra broke the internet again. Darn you, Cobra. Uh, so, Noel, I yes. feel like, la not this past weekend, although it feels like it was, it feels like it was 10 years ago and a day ago. We went to Joe Fest, all three of us. We did go to Joe Fest. You and me and that other guy who's and not our here right now, who's hopefully Cobra showing intern. up soon. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure he is. Oh, wait, we've got a message incoming. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. I, I, yeah, okay. So here, here's the message we just got from Christian. I am on the phone with Spectrum trying to get this fixed. And then a word that we do not use here on Audible Interlude, <laughs> interlude because we are a family-oriented show. Uh, so yeah. considering Christian's on the phone with Spectrum, he may not be making it tonight, but that's okay. We're going to what? Soldier on. So, Noel, uh, how how was your time at Joe Fest? Joe Fest was great. Um, got... Uh you know, a few days to just get away and, you know, got to, got to look at lots of awesome toys and spend way more money than I was intending to, but kind of knew I was going to anyway. Um, got to spend some time with some great friends, uh, both from the Audible Interlude uh, universe and from the finest universe and some of my other friends from other, elsewhere as well. So um, just a great, great time, uh, kind of an action-packed weekend uh, over too short. And then I, got home and two days later i caught a plane and was in pittsburgh for three days so it's just like oh. it's just been a crazy week i i can't even tell like night and day half the time anymore well that's i similarly i you know we went and uh went to joe fest we had our live panel which you could hear on last week's episode uh, available wherever you get your podcasts we under a certain amount of adversity produced the big joe game show had a blast i think everybody in the room uh, whether they were enjoying any of the three activities that were going on simultaneously, I think everybody had fun. Uh, and then we got up, my son and I got up Sunday and headed straight to Wilmington, North Carolina to spend a few days with my parents. And then I got back in town and worked. And now here we are. I haven't even had time. And I, I spent less than I planned to spend at Joe Fest, which was very nice. Uh, 
I haven't even had time to open my tote and get get out the stuff that I got, except for what we'll be talking about later uh, in the show. But everything is still bubble wrapped up. Uh, wow, we haven't even talked about this. Okay, so one thing, if you follow Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram, which you should, uh, because we have a segment called Sound Off, where you guys get to determine what we're going to talk about. Uh, you might, you may have seen a video posted on Saturday night or was it Friday night? I don't know. One night during Joe fest. And you can still see it now where we were assigned thrashers scavenger hunt. I think that was Friday night. Yes. And the intent was Saturday night after the game show, we were going to get together and check out the results that the three of us had doing scavengers threat or thrasher scavenger hunt. Oh, look, we've got, uh, we've got our first, uh, our guest is here. We're going to go ahead and bring him on because we we feel fortunate, uh, very fortunate that he was able to overcome his local Wi-Fi difficulties. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show. He's connecting to audio now. Hooded Cobra Commander 788. Woo. Welcome to the world of technical difficulties. We may not have audio yet. We're working on it. <laughs> Cobra scientists are working to connect the audio so we can hear. But for right now, we'll just delight in, in uh, well, no, we won't. <laughs> I was going to say we would just enjoy uh, his lovely face, but it clicked out for a second. While he figures out his audio, uh, I will continue on. So we were... Uh, thrasher's scavenger hunt that was a list of things that we'll talk about later in the show uh that's going to be our joe and tell this week uh it was originally we were going to get together saturday night and go over everything and it we were just wiped out after doing the panel after spending all day at joe fest after doing the game show we were just wiped that was it uh so we're going to do we're the results of thrasher's scavenger hunt uh we'll we'll go over later in the show here Ooh, something just happened <laughs> The, the phone is ringing do we have a, do we have an audible phone oh wait a minute noel wood invited you to a group video chat no i didn't i just tapped my phone i guess that happened well i'm gonna decline that noel yeah, because we're already we're already in a group video <laughs> chat uh have we got any audio from hooded cobra commander 788 yet if you can hear us give us a thumbs up can you hear us? We got nothing. We <laughs> What we're going to have to do is a little game of charades here. And now I think the image might be frozen. He might not even be able to see us for all we know. Uh, yeah, there's no telling. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> okay. Uh, so... Audible Ladies and gentlemen, podcast. live broadcast. Yeah, isn't it great? Uh, Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram is the place to keep in touch with us, give us suggestions, send us messages, whatever. Uh, tag us in pictures. We'll share them. You know, uh, ha have fun on the internet. Uh, so, Needless Things YouTube channel is where you're watching us right now. Tomorrow, uh, my video of everything that I experienced at Joe Fest is going to go live at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, it includes interviews with Kalsan Longbow, with Robo Skull, uh, or Skeletron rather, uh, with Delta 17 and, and others, uh, lots of walkthrough stuff. It's, it's fun. It's a really fun video. I had fun putting it together over the weekend. 
uh, when I was supposed to be doing work. And that'll be up tomorrow. Other toy reviews coming this week, including, uh, oh, look, now now we're, we're just going to play musical guests uh, for the rest of the episode, uh, including uh, there is a new wrestling figure company in town called power town and i review their bruiser brody this week so check that out as well so needless things youtube channel you're here right now why not go ahead like subscribe share tell your friends about needless things uh all right the audio version of this episode which boy is it going to be thrilling to listen to <laughs> uh will be available christian never he it he showed up and oh wait here he is yep, yep. maybe we'll have some christian uh the, the audio version of this debacle will be available this Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and then we've got a lot of schedule stuff coming up. Our next live stream is going to be on July the 3rd in this very same space time, hopefully in a little better situation. And we are expecting another guest, but I'm not going to announce it until we have it confirmed. Uh, July the 16th, our Sunday live stream will be our Cobra Convergence episode. July the 17th, we will be counting down the Dragonfly HasLab, the final hour, just like we did with the Hiss Tank. Uh, so that's going to be 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we'll be counting down to midnight uh, as the Dragonfly HasLab concludes. July 23rd, we got a lot coming up. July 23rd, we are going to do a San Diego Comic-Con recap live stream. Uh, and then July 31st, just regular live stream. No guests, no nothing, because my gosh, I don't know how backed up we're going to be on news at that point. Uh, we're going to have tons of stuff. And then finally, oh, it's time for a little screen share. I love that everybody is in the comments here just watching this absolute disaster unfold. It's not really a disaster. We're doing fine, right? Nope, it's okay. I'm Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to, uh, I've got a little screen share because I've got something special. Oh, wait. Okay. We got two things here. Hang on. Uh, so first of all, we've got. Everybody has seen the t-shirt design that I'm wearing right now. However, this one has actually been retired because this version of the shirt is no sleep till Augusta. This was the pre Joe Fest shirt, no longer available. It's been taken down from our T public store. Uh, the version you're looking at right now, wherever it is on your screens, is No Sleep Till Springfield. Same design, uh, different verbiage. So this will be available uh, on Christian, maybe joining us right now. Uh, this design will be available. Uh, look at that handsome little thumbnail. <laughs> uh, hey! This, this went, look at him! With the helicopters uh, assisting him in his Wi-Fi. It's the flight of the Valkyries tonight, guys. <laughs> uh, so we've, we're obviously already way past the intro, but please, sure. sir, introduce yourself. <laughs> I am the Cobra intern that's just trying to figure out why is this so difficult? <laughs> Codename Legion Cub. <laughs> uh, okay, so this shirt design will be available this Wednesday, June the 21st, but it's not alone because we are also, and this is by the way, by our partner Slickalicious, check out uh, shop Slickalicious on Instagram. Uh, it will not be alone. It will be joined by it's, it's uh hot summertime fun. Oh my gosh. Where, <laughs> why am I not advancing through my, it's because I'm here now. I have said okay. my issues to you. 
the gremlins have overtaken this podcast this week. So this design will also be available. So it's summertime. Once again, I've I've gotten a low resolution render to show everybody because that's how I roll here. <laughs> Visit beautiful Braca Beach. Uh, this is going to be across the chest of the shirt, old school 80s style. Uh, this is a design that kind of occurred to me a couple of years ago. And basically, I told Slickalicious, I was like, this is what I'm thinking of. And literally like 10 minutes later, the the prototype of this design came through. Uh, it's amazing to work with somebody who you can basically throw a few words at and they're like, no, I know here, let's do it. So this will also be available a, a much, a much higher resolution version of this, uh, will be available this Wednesday, June 21st. We'll be sharing the links on Instagram and everywhere else. You'll be able to find it. Uh, so get ready for an audible interlude summer. It's going to be audible all summer long. So speaking of Joe Fest, I see he's here in the chat. One of my, well, first of all, you guys, we met so many awesome, like uh, members of the Audible Interlude family. It was amazing talking to everybody. Uh, For sure. But I got to say, is Ritz Murphy one of you guys' favorite humans now? <laughs> Rich Murphy, Murphy is was awesome. The man yes. and Rich Murphy uh, gets so much glare happening. Is there a way to? Well, Rich Murphy has a CD. Rich Murphy gave me a CD, and uh, for which I exchanged him a limited edition Joe Fest tour shirt. And that CD has got some legit bangers. Super villain. I've listened to that song like a dozen times now. It's awesome uh so rich i think you're here in the chat there he is yeah he rich is. is in the chat uh i don't know if you can drop a link in the chat rich if your stuff is like digital online or whatever drop a drop a link in the yeah, chat or something he's got us i believe he told me he's got a spotify yeah channel uh so. everybody check out rich murphy I, I was I thoroughly enjoyed listening to this. Like I said, I've I've listened to that track Supervillain a lot. It is ready made to roll during the end credits of like the next Marvel movie. I kid you not. I I love that song. All right. Uh so yeah, we it's we had a blast at Joe Fest. It was awesome. Uh like I said, I haven't even gotten into my stuff yet because I haven't had time. Uh lot, you know, anytime you buy vintage toys, there's a lot of cleaning to do, right? Even if even if they look good, like you know, on the table, you're like, Ooh, look at this. This is in pretty good condition. Nice. I'll take it. But then you get home and you're like, well, it is, but it needs cleaning. Everything needs cleaning. Everything needs a fig bath. All right. Let's see if hooded Cobra commander 788 is able to join us this time. He's connecting to audio. Do we have audio? Testing. Oh, oh, we've got some you. audio. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. Welcome to Audible Interlude. Hooded Cobra Commander 788. I am I am more thrilled I to hear be here than you can all. possibly know. Uh, coming to you from an undisclosed location uh, so as to um, uh, conceal myself from potential assassins. Understandable. Uh, hi. 
None of us could imagine having concerns like that in our simple lives, but we know you are constantly under fire for your activities. Yeah, always, always. They're always trying. And I'm not saying I'm paranoid, but there's basically somebody looking for me around every corner. So. You're not you're not paranoid if no, they, literally somebody looking for you right around the corner. <laughs> the timing uh, could I, not I have been so better. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm late, guys. It took me to get uh, up here. Um, we we had some weather here um, a, a couple nights ago, and uh, internet out. In fact, electricity is out in a lot of the city, but my internet is still out, so I had to come up with a solution. So here I am. Well, here you are. You're here. And that's all that matters now. Uh, And we got our intro out of the way. You actually came in just at the right time because we just got to the bullet point in my notes that says HCC 788 interview slash Cobra Convergence. So the timing couldn't have been better. You know, that, and that's how I had it planned. (laughs) I planned it that way. I believe it. Yeah. See, uh, it just worked out perfectly. Having witnessed your miracles for a few years now, there's no doubt in my mind that that's the truth. So uh, to to start off the interview, what I'd like to do is kind of go back to the origins of Hooded Cobra Commander 788. Okay. How did you get started doing the things that you do? Oh, well, um, I had been uh, on YouTube before with just like a small channel um, talking about uh, politics and philosophy and things like that. Um, I was a political science major and then I was in law school. So, you know, I kind of talked about those topics, but uh, that channel had kind of uh, shut down. I kind of let that go. Um, But I had um, I, I around somewhere in 2014, I got um, interested in GI Joe again. I had uh, GI Joe. I had always loved as a kid, um, had a lot of fun with it. Um, and had often thought about going back and finding, uh, those old toys, those old action figures, um, and, uh, and, you know, just checking them out again and kind of re-experiencing that, that joy, uh, from GI Joe. Uh, but in 2014, I, I actually did it. I picked up, um, uh, I picked up a few toys. Um, really, it's it, it was Form BX257, our friend Kevin, um, who really kind of got me started. He's the first person I found on YouTube doing G.I. Joe. And I watched all of his videos, and I thought they were fantastic. Um, and when I started to get uh, some of the toys myself, I thought, hey, you know, I, I have a little dabbling of YouTube in the background, you know, I could, I could, uh, uh, I could do that. You know, I could do this myself. So what I did was I started not by doing reviews. I was going to do like, like little action figure movies, right? I was going to do uh, like a little play, ma- uh, play motion uh, stuff. Okay. Um, I did all, uh, precisely one of those, and I decided I discovered it's really hard. <laughs> Um, it's actually really difficult to do. So I thought, well, you know, I'm getting these toys. I could, I could, um, um, I could do reviews, you know, I don't have the experience that Kevin does, but I could do reviews. So, um, but the way I was going to distinguish myself, um, um, years before I had listened to a podcast by, um, or a a podcast for, uh, federal employees, um, because I'm like political science stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and their slogan, which I loved was, 
Dare to be dull. So that was my theme. <laughs> I was going to dare to be dull. Um, and my earliest videos were very much, it was just really, you know, straight, um, you know, talking about the figure. But um, at some point I decided like, I want to put a little bit more of my own personality in this. I want to have a little bit more fun with it. And that's when it kind of really started to take off. So that's kind of how it got started. Um, I did it by myself for a long time. But um, in 2016, um, I reached out to, to form BX257 and to Timmer on Half the Battle. I had noticed, like I had gone through all of their back catalog and noticed that they had never worked together. They had never done anything with any other, you know, G.I. Joe YouTubers or podcasters or anything like that. So I, um, I, basically, I basically left a comment on like one of each of their videos, basically just kind of asking, hey, would you ever work with anyone? Would you ever collaborate with anyone? Um, and they both said yes. So we got together um, and we uh, we did a collaboration for what we uh, ultimately called Cobra Convergence. So that's how that's how all of that got started. And it's it's just kind of grown from there. Um, uh, Timur is still doing it. I'm still doing it. Uh, Form BX257 was still doing it, but he's kind of, he's been AWOL. Um, uh, we haven't heard from Kevin for a while, but of course we all care about him and we hope he's doing well. But um, yeah, we're, um, we've been rolling with Cobra Convergence since then and each year trying to make it bigger and make it more fun. Uh, well, and that absolutely just since... I've sort of been aware of it and been involved. It it has become progressively more expansive, more fun. Noel and Christian, you guys uh, have been immersed in the online G.I. Joe community far more deeply and far longer than I have. When did you guys kind of first become aware of, of Convergence and of Hooded Cobra Commander 788? I think I probably no. discovered your channel around 2015 or 2016. Uh, I mean, you were, I mean, you were just then starting out. I, I do remember the first convergence, um, the first official convergence. Um, uh, and like, I, I always loved because I could, I could always see the progression in your videos. Um, like your intros got a little bit more, uh, you, you almost had like seasons where your intros would change every year and that sort of thing. And I was like, all right, he's got a, he's got a whole new, uh, whole new season coming up here soon. And, you know, I, I like that you've gone back to some of your previous reviews and that you've, uh, you've you've kind of freshened them up and given yourself some new insights on things, and 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 I've I've also seen how you know your your mind has changed on some of those toys throughout the years. Well, and you bring up a really good point, Noel, because this is actually something that I, I see people kind of comment on a lot on YouTube. Is oh well, people people review toys and then never revisit them, never go back and say oh well, I realized this about it, or I've uh you know, I found out it does this or it works with that. Like, it's just the review goes up and that's kind of the last you hear about it from that person. And I, I appreciate that because it takes time to revisit something and it's, it can be as exciting to go back as it was, you know, if you've discovered new things or your opinion has changed or whatever the case may be. So I think, I think that's a valuable thing to have. 
Uh, oh, well, thank you. Um, I think that my, my, kind of my rule is that any of those early reviews are eligible to be redone because I, you know, I really started out doing stuff that I probably should have waited on. Um, should have probably should have learned a little bit more. Probably should have, you know, um, probably should have held off like I, I reviewed storm shadow and snake eyes and duke like, because i was excited and these are the the big ones but you know what if i had held off a little bit i would have had a bit more insight on those guys and i could have done a lot better so so now i'm like i look i look back on those and i'm like man i i that's that's not that's not how i would do that now um so uh, yeah, uh, any of those uh, are eligible to be redone. Um, I don't want to do too many redos every year. I yeah. want to make sure that we uh, have fresh stuff. But um, I look back at some of those and I'm like, wow, I, I I need to take another crack at it. So I've done that a few times, and I'll I will continue to do that because yeah, I, I want I want every uh, video and I want every review to be thorough. I want it to be fair. Um, and I want it to be as accurate as possible. There have been a, some occasions where I've gotten the wrong end of the stick on some facts. I've gotten some yeah. errors in there, and I really hate that. Um, and the the format of a YouTube review makes it not so easy to go back and correct something if you've made a mistake. And that just it just eats at me. I mean, <laughs> nobody's perfect. There there will be mistakes there will be errors that will just happen but it still eats at me i still i want it to be as accurate as possible so occasionally yeah i've got to go back and 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 uh give those another spin and hopefully do a better job i think i did uh snake eyes like three times um <laughs> the first two were pretty bad so hopefully <laughs> hopefully third, third time's, time's a charm, charm. <laughs> yeah well how how i cover because i i know i in doing my reviews i know they're there are things that I get wrong or things that I'm unaware of or whatever, how I cover for it is I say, Hey guys, tell me in the comments where I'm wrong. <laughs> Cause that's engagement. That's great. You want that. I, absolutely. Every uh, one of those comments is an engagement. That's exactly right. And, and you know what happens? Even if you don't tell them to do that, they do that anyway. Well, so, right, hey, right. You don't, <laughs> you don't have to ask. Yeah. Um, Christian, what about you? What, what is your history uh, with this, this fellow's content? So I discovered him during the lockdown. Um, so what would that be? 20, 2020? 20, yeah. Um, however, in, in admitting uh, when we're wrong, because I do like to give people a plenty of ammo to make fun of me, uh, the first time that Dave mentioned Cobra Convergence, I got all excited and was like, Oh, that's Hooded Cobra Commander's second channel. I, <laughs> because of the way the algorithm and just how I watch stuff, it was like Cobra Convergence, Cobra Convergence, Cobra Convergence. And I did not pay attention to what the channel is. So I just started typing in Cobra Convergence every time I wanted to watch, quote unquote, their videos. Um, so, yeah, I only just learn last year <laughs> that it is not your second channel well maybe it should be um <laughs> that is it but you that is a really good point and that is something that um i've been trying to do better at because 
like it's the first few years, it was just, um, you know, it, it kept growing, but it was all people that pretty much knew each other. So we didn't have to say what Cobra Convergence is. It, we just did it, you know. Um, but uh, I'm hopefully I am making it more clear uh, what we're doing because I want I want more people to be involved. The whole idea is that uh, the community can get involved. This is our opportunity to come together do something fun, kind of do a, a focused thing where we can collaborate and do just do special stuff um, and just um, kind of celebrate being fans for, for a month. And also give uh, the spotlight to some of those fan creators who are, uh, who are out there putting forward the effort, you know, building an audience, uh, putting, put, you know, putting themselves out there and um, kind of carrying the banner for GI Joe, and so I'm I, I I'm always thrilled every year because I discover new people, I discover new creators. Um, one of the things that um, really burns me every year is that every single year I find somebody who probably should have been invited, but I didn't know about them. Yeah. Um, until it was too late. So, you know, I try to make sure to keep track of those folks and get them in uh, the, the following year. Um, but yeah, it, I, I want more people to participate. But in order to do that, people need to know what it is, need to know what we do. So uh, we're trying to do a little better at that. And what a terrible, you know, terrible, wonderful problem to have is that you have that many G.I. Joe adjacent content creators Right. That you can, you know, you can turn to in 2023, 2024, going beyond that still there's still that much interest in this franchise. Well, and I will say, and I'm, I'm not just blowing smoke here in the, in the two years that we've been involved, your your communication and your level of involvement directly with everything has has been exemplary. Uh, there's yeah. I, I feel like you're uh, you're being your your clarity and your inclusiveness are both just beyond compare. Well, well, uh, thank that. you. Um, uh, thank you. I, um, I mean, it's really is, it's your event, you know, it's, um, I try to facilitate, but without, without guys like you, it, it isn't a thing. So I try to, I, I try to like, um, put the focus back on you guys because you're, you're doing the work. You've got your show, uh, you're, 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 uh, doing your thing. You're, you do your thing all the time. Um, and I want to make sure that more people know about you. We really do have a, a very strong community with a lot of um, fan participation, a lot of creativity, uh, more so than you would expect. Um, as the, the G.I. Joe community is smaller than, say, you know, Star Wars or something like that. But for the size of the community, we have a lot of amazing people creating amazing things. So um uh, so yeah, I, I want to spotlight that. I want people to know about it, and uh, I thank you for for being a part of it for another year. Uh, and thank you for letting me talk about it, letting me talk about it here, but also letting me talk about it uh, at at Joe Fest. That was very nice. Oh, of course, of course. Well, I think I think over the years uh, we've learned, you know, really more than any other fandom I'm involved with, that we as GI Joe fans it's kind of our responsibility to keep the brand alive. You know, it hasn't, it hasn't always been handled as well as we'd like. So it's kind of on us to keep it vital and, and, uh, 
entertaining and uh part you know and to, to keep this community going because hasbro hasn't always done it and and you know any other fandom i've got i feel like there's there it's it's it just hasn't been shepherded as well as some other ones uh, it, it wasn't that long ago when hasbro was doing nothing right. um it was i forget i think like the 2016 joe con where they said that hey we've got no product coming out at, at uh, retail and until we get another movie and they don't know when there's going to be another movie so like it wasn't that long ago when there was nothing you know when it, all that was out there was what we were doing so um i think i think that does show um how passionate and interested people still are um and i i always hope that hasbro realizes that um and pays attention because uh, i think not only are we a passionate community community we're a pretty smart community too we um there are a lot of really insightful points of view um around our group that uh, you know i i think we're worth listening to so i hope that hasbro is paying attention um but uh whether they are or not we're still gonna we're still gonna uh do what we do um and hopefully have a good time i think the whole point is it's it's got to be fun we are talking about toys we're talking about action figures we're talking about army dolls so it it hopefully it's fun i i, I like to say knowing is half the battle but fun is the other half <laughs> Uh, and so, I want to throw out actually too. Uh, oh yeah. Thank you for uh, several years ago. I'm a member of the finest, and several years ago we launched our initial funding campaigns for it was originally uh, Girls of the Finest, and then we started mm -hmm. doing other uh, related charity uh, uh, activities since then. And at the time, I think we were still doing either um, uh, Wounded Warrior or, or USO at the time. But you like you were one of our probably our biggest mouthpieces we had out there because you were promoting that on your like on your reviews way back there in like 2016 and 2017 when you know getting that word out and helped us raise i mean tens of thousands of dollars for those organizations throughout the years well and thanks to the finest for doing that uh uh that was awesome um and i i liked the the it was uh canines for warriors when I first uh, started it, and I okay. thought it was a fantastic charity. Um, and, and that's who we're still uh, with I mean, to this day. Yeah. Th yeah. Um, I, uh, um, I I think that's, I mean, there are some things that the community does that are maybe a little more important than toys, and that's definitely one of them. Um, also, have to give credit to Timmer um, on Half the Battle. Every year he does a Christmas charity that's been pretty successful. Um, so, I mean, thank you guys. Uh, uh, this is where the finest has taken um, taken the point and taken a leadership role in, um, in finding these charities and getting out there and uh, in raising money. So anything I can do to help, I mean, that's uh including like i also donate um so that if, if if you know if i can uh do more than just donate myself then um then uh, i'm happy to do it um i um for there were a couple years where i was kind of a wall i had a lot of stuff going on stuff with work and things like that so i i kind of pulled back i wasn't doing um as much video stuff uh, and as a consequence, I lost some connections with some of the people that I had. Um, but the finest, I would like to, 
I'd like to reconnect with them because I really do think that um, what they do is important and um, I, I want to help and I want to participate as much as I can. I will say, though, that at Joe Fest this year, for the first time, I did go in cosplay. Um, I was Tiger Force out back. Out back. It was, you know, and I actually I did not wear the costume by uh, walking by the 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 finest area because I didn't want them to be intimidated by the perfection of my costume. You know, they, they've been doing it for a long time and I don't want the pose to feel, you know, that this amateur has come in with such a perfect costume. I didn't want them to feel bad. You know, that's just the kind of guy I am. That's very decent uh, of you. But no, those guys are great. They, they are great. Um, uh, Larry got some poses with their, in, in their, with their photo ops and their, their people, uh, this year, that was awesome. So yeah, the finest, um, they have been reliable, um, at Joe con at Joe fest at all the Joe events. And uh, I just love what they do. Well, we have got, uh, a ton of news to cover for the purposes of the rest of this episode, who did Cobra commander 788? Do we, do you use your government name publicly? Uh, my, the, like my real name, just the just the first portion of your real name. Um, I mean, sometimes, um, as I'm sitting here, the sun keeps moving. This, the <laughs> I, I, I see that this looks terrible. I, I thought the, the ring light was bad, but that's brutal. Yeah, the terrifying lasers of doom are coming through the window. Um, uh, yes, and it looks like that I, I've I've put my my real name up there. So yeah, <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll go with Brian for the rest of the episode for the for, for the ease of of the episode. As someone who once operated under an alias for many years, I try to respect uh, people's uh, uh, names. So, sometimes I. I go by Rufus T. Firefly. If if you, if I ever need to live under an alias, that's that's how you'll find me. Unfortunately, it, I've already told everybody. So this is it's, but I can't think of a better name than Rufus T. Firefly. So that'll be my my alias. I think that's fair. Uh, okay, so uh, I've got a little piece of news here that came in after I sent the notes out. Uh, the reaction, remember we talked about the Tiger Force uh, reaction figures, Tiger Force and Python Patrol, the next wave, uh, and that on the cross-sell for the cards, they also pictured Shipwreck, and I think it was the Officer. Uh, Python, or I'm sorry, Tiger Force Shipwreck has been found in Target. So it may well be that he and the officer are target exclusives, and that's why they didn't ship out with the regular shipments of the rest of the wave. Uh, so I'll be keeping an eye out for that. I was in a target today. They had nothing. Huge surprise. <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, well, real quick, let's check in with the chat. We've been ignoring them because we've had a lot going on. Rachel Salinas, Hoodie, your reviews are very in-depth, informative, and entertaining. I like that you post links to your sources. Been listening since Cobra Convergence 4. Favorite review, the Cobra Rat. Ah. <laughs> and real quick, yes, Rachel, go check out Legion Cub's uh, Instagram because he did a little custom work uh, on a rat. Well, it was oh, probably yeah. about a year or so ago. Yeah. yeah. Um. Toy Reclaimer. What's up, Toy Reclaimer? Late to the party. That's fine. We're still having fun. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi. What a great guy HCC is. You're right about that. Uh, okay, so next up, Christian 
uh, let me do a little screen share here because Christian has a segment that he is going to take <laughs> care of. Yes, let me try and pull up my notes because when we were when I was trying to get connected, um, of course, I lost everything. Um, okay, so we finally have information on the new um, Joe comics. <clears throat> um, first off, which we all had our fingers crossed and sort of assumed this would happen. Um, but it is with Skybound. It is Robert Kirkman's company. Larry Hama is getting to continue with a real American hero, starting with issue 304, I think it is. Um, but we also had, we finally got the press releases for what's happening with the regular comics. So they're going to be doing, instead of like an ongoing it's going to be a bunch of different mini series. So the first ones uh, out of the gate are going to be Duke and Cobra Commander. And as opposed to previous iterations of the comics, it sounds like the new ones are going to be the ground level of how G.I. Joe got formed in this they are doing the hasbro shared universe with transformers forgot to mention that um so the transformers already exist in the world duke is figuring out uh let's see what it says here um he investigates the mysteries behind the transformers and the answers will lead to the birth of forces for good and evil that the world never imagined. Uh, so Duke will be the first of four G.I. Joe limited series. And then Cobra Commander in a world where Cobra doesn't exist, which sounds like uh, one man's <laughs> sinister plans to utilize the mysterious alien substance known as Energon will send shockwaves across the globe. <laughs> so it looks like transformers number one is out in october uh, i'll be written and drawn by daniel warren johnson uh massive transformers fan also behind extremity murder falcon and do a power bomb uh, i am i can't say I, well i've been out of comics for years now uh you know from time oh. to time we've we've reviewed some joe comics but real quickly also uh what they didn't say but has kind of leaked um Right now, there is a mini series called Void Rivals. Okay. Uh, issue one, and it actually will tie into the Transformers and GI Joe. At the oh. end of issue one, uh, the Jetfire makes an appearance. So they didn't announce that it was going to be involved with this. Uh, people just kind of, when they bought it, started leaking it online. So definitely uh, check that out as well. Okay. Uh, Duke number one out in December will be written by Joshua Williamson. Uh, DC Comics current big writing cheese begins in, uh, Infinite Frontier, Dark Crisis, Night Terrors, and Green Lantern, and Nailbiter and Birthright from Skybound. Uh, drawn by Tom Riley of both Ant-Man and Wasp, Astro Hustle, and The Thing. 
And then finally, in January, Cobra Commander number one will be out, also written by Joshua Williamson uh, and drawn by Andrea Milana. So really, the bottom line here is we kind of are getting what we had talked about uh, on the show. Let's see. Let's put that away for now. Yeah. Uh, and while he's well, uh, the other thing I wanted to say, uh, you can find interviews with Kirkman about all of these series on CBR.com. So I know his tank has like the press release stuff, but on CBR, they actually have some Kirkman interviews. So check it out. Well, and that's what I'm interested in because we talked about on the show before that Kirkman is a big G.I. Joe fan. Uh, he he put out the Tiger Force Walking Dead figures years ago. So uh, there there is history there. So I'm very curious to see what he has to say about it. Uh, but essentially, it sounds like they're doing some of the things we've talked about is there. Larry Hama should be able to write G.I. Joe comics as long as he wants to write G.I. Joe comics. That's just fact. Uh, and it sounds like they're doing you know, sort of a reboot type of thing, which I think is needed. Uh, and maybe we'll get the ultimate GI Joe slash transformers slash retroverse that we've been talking about. Uh, we'll see, we'll see how it goes, but it's very exciting. And I'm going to have to start reading comics again. Are you guys all going to head to the comic shop and, and at least give these a shot? Yeah, I'm super. Once I read the press release for Cobra commander, I'm so thoroughly intrigued because to the way my brain works in a world where you have the Decepticons, what is Cobra? Right. What's, what's their goal? You know, you want to, you have more than just GI Joe as your enemy. So I'm, I'm really, really curious to see how that, how Cobra as an organization comes together in this universe. Well, and you've got to think it's going to be a different take than anything they've done before. They've got to have something original up their sleeves. Yeah. Brian, what about you? How, how's your uh, outlook on these? Well, I'm I'm definitely going to check them out and I will definitely get Larry's series. I'm, I'm really glad that he's going to continue. Um, I think that if anybody's earned the right to carry on, he has. Um, so I'm very excited about that. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of gi joe transformers crossovers uh i know a lot of people really dig those um but i i'm still gonna try them i still uh want them to succeed i am happy anytime gi joe has a win um yeah. anytime gi joe has a hit i think that's good for all of us so um I, I'm going to, I absolutely will be picking these up. I absolutely will be reading them. I have no idea if I'm going to like them or not. We'll, we'll see. I always try to give everything a fair shot. Even if I don't like them, I want them to sell well and I want them to get a lot of new readers in. So I will still be rooting for these and I'll still be cheering for these to be big hits and uh, maybe blossom into, into more. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's i'm sure i'm sure they're they've come up with something that is new and original i'm and you know you expect that they they need to i mean if this yeah. is uh these are both very old franchises that need some new life breathed into them so um i hope that they've got something really original and fun up their sleeves 
Um, I'll I'll check them out. Um, we'll give them a shot. But yeah, please, please, lots of sales. You know, <laughs> yeah. please, please be successful. That, so, and that's the attitude. Say that about all media too. Like you know, the Snake Eyes movie did not do well, and I know I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I really wish it had done well, just because yeah. you know the more eyes we get on this product, the better it is for all of us. And that's the attitude we have: is we we want more Joe in front of the public. Like that's the goal: get it out there, and some something will catch fire. I, th- I think it's ultimately kind of self-defeating if you hope that uh, these things that you may, you may not, that may not be your preference will fail, right? Um, because um, ultimately, like it, they can't keep lo- losing money. The Hasbro, the licensees, they can't keep having duds and then keep trying. Um, so, I mean, if the more success we have the more different kinds of G.I. Joe that we have, and we can get something maybe that will be more of uh, to your liking. Yeah, the Snake Eyes movie didn't didn't do what we wanted it to do. But um, it, but if it had been successful, even if you didn't like that movie, if it had been successful, we could be looking at, you know, more movies, some yeah. TV shows, maybe yeah. maybe some animated shows. I know a lot of people were wanting some animated shows that those things would have been possible if we have a hit. Yep. So I always use the analog of the Transformers because I can't stand the Michael Bay movies, but I'm glad they make money because we get all sorts of other good media and great toys in that franchise because of how successful those movies are. Yep. Yeah. And that that's just business. That's the business side of it. If they're not, if somebody ain't making money on it, they're not going to risk money on it. So, and then we, we end up in a situation like we were a few years ago where they're just not going to, at least for the time being, they, they don't have anything that they want to do with GI Joe. They're just not going to give it a try. They're just going to let it be dormant. I don't think anybody wants that. So yeah, l- l- let's have a hit. Let's have big hits and then branch off from there. And then we can all have our, our favorite flavor of GI Joe, but we gotta, we gotta have some hits first. And, and even if going forward, GI Joe changes, you know, in, into something very different, we are always going to have what we had in the eighties to enjoy and, yeah. and, you know, they, and, they cannot take that away. That's, that's right. That's in the yep. books. That's right. Uh, all right. Uh, one more little piece of information from uh, licensing news from the licensing expo. Uh, Hasbro has announced a worldwide administration deal with Sony Music Publishing to support the company's entire portfolio of world class fan and family brands. Additionally, Magic Star, the Orchard's official global division of children's and family entertainment, has been appointed as Hasbro's global recorded music distribution partner. Now, what's important about this is we've gotten some Transformers soundtracks on vinyl. We've gotten the G.I. Joe, uh, a sort of compilation of the music on vinyl. Uh, Both were released digitally, but there's so much more that can be done and now that they've got a licensing partnership with distribution for this music, we could see a lot more interesting projects on vinyl, digitally, whatever. I mean, think about just the Renegades score coming out on vinyl, all of the different Transformers series. I mean, they're, they're literally endless releases that could be done with Transformers. Uh, this is very exciting. Uh, I think we're going to have 
unprecedented access to the great music that's gone along with a lot of the Hasbro properties that we've loved over the years. I think that's great news. Any vinyl collectors in here? Oh, you're all smarter than me. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, it's time to move on to Yojo June. We got we got a couple of things to talk about. I think it's uh, screen share time again. So let's bring up our first subject yes, yes. here. And look at this tunnel rat. So he is confirmed to be shorter, not a ton shorter, but he is shorter than the other characters because on the back of the packaging, uh, you know, they give the heights and he is just under six inches, which is a little shorter than everybody else. Uh, final product wise, I think this is fantastic. Uh, Noel, looking at this, uh, I mean, we saw the render, mm -hmm. but what do you think of this final version? I, you really can't do much better. I mean, he's he's a perfect update to the original figure. Yeah, I think this is the sweet spot um, of what classified is and and should be. Yeah. Uh, we've also gotten, and if you notice in the background on his packaging, it's got the bell uh, from the 1987 movie <laughs> uh, from the obstacle course, which I think think is a really nice touch for him. Uh, in the action shots here, we've got some some creeping creatures in the background that are figures that we have not seen before. We don't know what these are yet, but we suspect that they might be the mole rats that were alluded to, infected by Energon. And, and especially now knowing Skybound's plans... I wonder if this is an early incorporation of what Skybound is going to be doing uh, because Energon is going to be one of the keys of whatever's going on with this G.I. Joe Transformers universe. So I think maybe the classified team got kind of a head start on what might be going on here. And it's interesting. One of the things I wish Hasbro would kind of get together on is providing the same resources to instagram to facebook to the hasbro website uh because you you can't find all of the same you have to hit everywhere to get all of the images uh i i had to go to the hasbro pulse facebook to get the next set of images after these because they weren't on the hasbro pulse site which is crazy to me uh but anyway pretty cool tunnel tunnel rat looks great and i'm very curious about these background lurkers here and and also real quick this diorama work is uh, yeah it's fantastic uh okay so next up all right a little controversy surrounding this one brian when you saw this guy what did you think um, I, well, at, at first I didn't quite know what to think. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm hearing a lot of like mixed, um, mixed feelings about it. Some people are like really excited, like, Hey, we get a, a snake eyes that isn't just black. Uh, and then others are like, well, it's, uh, yeah, it's snake eyes. He's it's, it's kind of, it's kind of drab in the desert colors. I'm really not sure how I, what I think about it. I think I'm going to have to see this one in hand. Um, I think it has potential. Um, I, I do like the idea of having a snake eyes. That's not all black. Um, 
and you know we, we've got some desert figures i mean you, you got your dusty figure uh and this may go uh well with dusty for like a desert ops you know squad or something like that um it's really hard to tell it, it's it's either really cool really cool or really dull and <laughs> i'm not sure that i will know which one in, until i actually see it in the front of my face I kind of agree with that take because a lot of times there are things that don't necessarily like, like I wasn't super excited about rock and roll, but once I got him in hand, I think he's one of the best classified figures they've put out. Uh, yeah. There, you, you can't, sometimes you can't judge until you actually see it. These are photographs. Uh, it's not the same as having the thing in hand. So uh, that's why I, you know, I like to reserve judgment until I actually see it with my own two eyes. And that's, that's how it goes. Sometimes, sometimes you, you're not excited about something until you see it. And then it's the coolest thing that you've seen. So I, I dig this. I pre-ordered one, but here is my plan. I have a drawer full of Marvel Legends heads, and if this gets marked down, which at some point it probably will, I'll buy several of this and just pop Marvel Legends heads on them and have some Desert Troopers. Because I dig this. This, to me, from the neck down, is a generic, you know, Desert Ops look. I'm, you know, five minutes in the future, which is G.I. Joe's thing. Uh but I, I really dig this design. I think it's a good reuse of Snake Eyes. And I'll tell you what, if they want to take the Batman route with Snake Eyes and give us Arctic Ice Batman and Hot <laughs> Tropics Batman and or uh, Snake Eyes and uh, you know Aquatic Snake Eyes, Frost Shield Snake Eyes, I don't care. Do it. It's fine because we know how valuable repaints are to the line. This paid for tooling for some other figure that we want. So I'm, I'm in, I dig it. And it's worth noting, if you look at the packaging here, oh my gosh, again, with the little tiny <laughs> image. someday I'll learn how to do this. You I'm guys get my jewelers loop out real I, quick. Well, I thought the way that I saved it was going to, cause right now we may as well just look <laughs> at the other image. Cause that's how big it is. But that is storm shadow up on that rooftop there. And I'm curious to see which version it is. Cause you kind of can't tell. It uh, sort of looks like the more recent um, version that has like the version one uniform, the 84 uniform, but it's hard to tell at that scale. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's we'll we'll find out soon enough. I, I, I do notice, though, that that is not the dragonfly uh, over Snake Eye's mm -hmm. shoulder there. Uh, all right. We've got one more that went up for pre-order last Wednesday. And that is Noel. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this character? Well, uh, this is my favorite Cobra Troop builder of all time. Uh, this is the eel. So uh, I, I know we had not gotten any images of it until, what, two hours before it went up for pre-sale. I mean, we didn't uh, even get a name reveal. No, this we got This was a nothing. complete surprise, yes. as was Desert Commando Snake Eyes. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, they nailed the look of the original figure. Uh, it's still, you got that bright red uh, chest with that, you know, silver tampo in the middle, um, you know, great update where they, they, they modernize like the flippers and the, and the mask a little bit, but I mean, everything else, it's definitely drawn, uh, you know, draws all those influences from the original figure, but it's scaled up a little bit. It's a little bit beefier. It's the, the accessories look a little bit bigger to really make it fit in with classified better. The one thing I'm really, you know, like we were saying about needing to see the figure in hand first, 
The one thing I'm really going to need to see in person is if you look at the shoulders and the rig that they've put around the neck, uh, mm-hmm. it looks really bizarre. The, the way that that sits kind of high, the straps go up into that armor piece. But if you look at the front of the package, it doesn't look weird like that. So I'm hoping uh, in person, you'll be able to sort of manipulate that around and it won't have that weird gap between that neck piece and the shoulders. Do you see what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think, and I think that that is probably going to kind of hinge down a little bit. I think that, I think that moves. That That's my hope is that it's just sitting kind of high in that one image because yeah. as we've noted in the past, the people who take the still photos for just product shots don't always pay the most mind to how the figures are posed. Because even that Desert Commando Snake Eyes, his knee is like turned inwards. It's not it's not where mm-hmm. it should be. So I think this will be actually, great. And and now that you say that, it might actually just be a factory default because if you look at his left knee, he's kind of missing. And I can't believe I didn't oh. see this until now. He's kind of missing a chunk of his leg. Oh, yeah. you're right. You're it's right. Like a bad molding. Yeah. 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 It looks like a short shot or a short pour on that uh yeah. on that shin. Very interesting. Well, and you know what? Now that I'm looking, so take a look at the front of the package and look at the calves there. And then look at the figure here. It looks like the cut. Well, there yeah. is no cut on the on the uh package figure at the ankle, the calf, but it looks yeah. like there's a cut on this one. This is very interesting. So yeah, we won't know yeah, until we get I it. I think in that's hand. like a test shot or something. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, very excited about this one. We uh, Hasbro Pulse had a limit of one per customer, which is pretty wacky. Amazon did not have a limit. No, they didn't. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I just want to test fate and see how many I can add to my cart. <laughs> yeah, how many did you end up getting? I pre-ordered four off of okay. Amazon. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I initially was like, let me see if I could add 10. Yep. That's Don't what I 10. was thinking. And <laughs> that I was I would have put money on that Neil uh, that Noel got 10 eels. Well, and and just a little rewind to a couple of years ago when Noel was not collecting classified. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Well done. Uh all right, we got to check in real quick. Uh Ritz Murphy, I hope that's Tattoo Storm Shadow. Yeah, I w- look, I'd still like to see our remaining blackout design storm shadow sci-fi uh the, the bat the blackout bat like i'd like to see those and I, I don't think they'll necessarily revisit them but i don't know it could be the blackout storm shadow um oh ritz got the highest storm shadow and he looks amazing i uh, see now i'm kind of tempted to just to review it i just need to review it right <laughs> that's justifiable uh rachel they skimped on the spear gun 1980s eels had a better spear gun well and they had a better backpack um this one i can't quite tell it the bottom it looks like it has sort of the jet portion but i can't say i'm as excited about this backpack as the original eels backpack but again we'll see once it's in hand and and it's look it's fine at the very least it's fine and i'm sure it's going to be better than fine uh mandalorian jedi hawaiian shirt snake eyes with a coconut drink with a little umbrella in it maybe a beach towel and chair let's do it i'm in i'm in uh all right 
Next up, the Dragonfly broke 13,000 on the evening of June the 14th. Our current, do, does anybody have Pulse pulled up right now? I do. I Hang on. Let me, uh, let me stop my share, get over to Pulse, hit a little refresh, and see what we've got. It is currently at 13,652. Uh, so it's, it's pretty much at the same pace of the Hiss Tank. Um, you know, we know how this goes. It's, it's already funded, so there's nothing to worry about anyway. But there's no doubt in my mind that uh, this thing is going to hit 19,000. You know, if, if it's on the last day, it's on the last day. But we're, we're getting all these figures unlocked. There's no doubt in my mind. But our first or our next unlock, Ripcord unlocked. And now we have Glenda. And, and look, I'm such a sweet summer child. I saw this figure and I thought, this is awesome. Look at the color is great. The portrait's amazing. I, this is so exciting to me. And then I got online and boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Ne never read the comments. Yeah, right. Never read the comments. Yeah. Uh, but it does seem like some of the people who are initially kind of negative have come around. But Brian, when you saw this, uh, what, what was your reaction? Well, I was intrigued because, well, I know who Glenda is, first of all. Um, second, like, this is the kind of thing that I think should be part of this, this sort of campaign. This is a figure that's kind of a specialty figure. It's something that, like, the hardcore collectors and the international collectors are going to know. But not everybody who goes to buy G.I. Joe at retail will know. So that's the kind of thing that works for... Uh, for this kind of uh, of a project, for this kind of campaign, uh, the vintage figure, rare, sought after by uh, sought after by collectors. This figure, because it's going to be an unlock on um, a Haslab campaign, will also be kind of rare and sought after by collectors. So um, yeah, if you're going to get a figure like this, I think this is the way you're going to get it. What this probably means, though, I think everybody's been kind of expecting Airborne to be part of this campaign. What this may mean, though, is that they may think that Airborne is too mainstream uh, and, and yeah. popular a character mm -hmm. to make part of this campaign. That may be one that they want to do as a retail release because more people will be chasing it or people will be wanting it. I don't know. I... I have no insight. Nobody has told me nothing. I Fine. have zero communication with the Hasbro people. This is entirely a guess. Yeah, my guess but, on that uh, is that they'll probably release it as a regular retail figure, and it will be released sometime around the time that the Dragonfly plans to ship. Yes. I, th uh, I think that, that makes sense. Now that I think that makes sense. But I think this is a fun idea. It, it's one of those things where, you know, if you've been around for a while and you've you know been a collector for a while it's if you know you know right and and i know so this is this is kind of cool this is a kind of a little wink and nod to uh the longer term collectors who ha have become a little more familiar with uh international releases i think it's a fun idea and how can they be upset because i mean i love her anyway but that mold guarantees we have mm -hmm. a retro Scarlet on the way. They're not going to do yeah. Scarlet as an exclusive. And ah, a Flash, too. 
Because yeah. now yeah. we have Flash's weapon. Yeah, and, and his backpack. Yeah, that's the uh, XMLR laser rifle. And yeah. And, yeah, there's no way they're going to to spend the money on the tooling for this figure and only release a few thousand of them with the Dragonfly uh, when they they ha- now have the tooling for uh, a retro Scarlet. So yeah, that's that's pretty cool. So as we said, she, uh, she's got a pistol. She's got four different head covers, uh, two different hair molds, one with a ponytail, one with a short hair sort of bob look, uh, one with a headset, and then a flight helmet, which I love. And now I kind of wish Wild Bill had a flight helmet also. Uh, and then Flash's gear, and then also a rescue harness that interacts with the winch and is adjustable so it will fit on most classified figures. This is great. Mm-hmm. And we get extra hands. <laughs> yes. Holy crap. Yes. And finally. Are as good. Fists yes. for punching. I exactly. think this also, if if this is following kind of the Sky Strikers example too, we kind of know where Hasbro's patterns are now. I think that we're probably going to get, if we get the third unlock, it's probably going to be uh, WC uh culbert so master sergeant wc culbert will be a new character they introduce based on the name that was on the original box art there that's what i'm thinking as well yeah i think that's i, probably I think that a, makes sense i think that makes a lot of sense okay uh so what do you i'm sorry i'm looking something up because i just realized i've got another image that i should have uh put in my file uh so speculation wise what do you guys think that final figure might be <laughs> go ahead no <laughs> well that was it well right but uh, i mean does everyone oh. agree yeah yeah I, I i do um i my i think it had been kind of suggested that it might be a new female character but since they're doing glenda i don't think it will be um but i mean look for maybe another mold that they might reissue you know, for a retail figure. So, uh, but yeah. yeah, I think I think that makes sense, especially considering what they did uh, with uh, the Haslab Sky Striker. I I think that's a high probability. Well, I've seen you- a lot of chatter online saying gen- they think it's going to be General Hawk, which again I think that's a mainline. Well, we're already getting a General Hawk. Mm-hmm. We, we know that one's coming down the pipeline. Uh, yeah. You you just mentioned it could be a female character. I didn't even think about it because W.C. Colbert is not a gender-specific name. So oh. they could actually have that character like they did with Shooter. But when they actually finally brought in Shooter, she was a woman. So they could do that with that character because I know that's one thing that Emily's been trying to do is get a little, a little bit more diversity in the characters. Which I support. I really like that. Um I think they've hit that note with Glenda. Um, if they do that, I'm I'm totally behind it. Since they've got Glenda in this series, my suspicion is that it will be uh, a mold of somebody more familiar with maybe yeah. a new head on it, uh, somebody uh, that they will eventually release. I, I, I couldn't possibly guess. I couldn't possibly guess. Maybe it will be like, like a hawk body with a different head for uh, a new character, but um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Or, but if, if they went with a new female character, I think that would be fine. I think we need more of them. We really don't have that many. 
you could also just go ahead and tool airborne and throw a new, a new character with that body. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very true. Well, the, yeah. I mean, they've got, I mean, scrap iron's coming though. So we've yeah. got a lot of airborne parts already. So I don't, I don't know. I will, we'll see. It's going to be very interesting to find out. And like I said, I'm positive we're going to get there. Uh, I've got one more image here before we move on to our sound off segment. This was shared by Lenny on Instagram. And it's pretty exciting because he just kind of dropped it without preamble. But that looks to me like a finished Mickey Mouse Cobra Commander from the His Tank has lab and it is gorgeous glorious mm -hmm. uh, that is a classic cobra commander look that's that's about how we would expect it, him to look that's yeah that's that there you go there he is that is that is cobra commander nicely done and i totally see that on a card at walmart with the regular cobra symbol within like six months well a card i mean i'm still maintaining i think the retros will continue as fan channels because walmart exclusives now are the night force and the whatever the oh, corresponding yeah. cobra is mm -hmm. so and walmart just does one exclusive at a time with with their toy companies so i really still feel like and this is just conjecture on my part but i i feel very confident that the retros will continue but as fan channel exclusives and hopefully on higher quality cards than what we got before uh, all right, let me uh, turn this share off, and it's time to get to our sound off segment. Now, for those who may not know, sound off. Oh, these are terrible. All right, I'm not even going to screen share these. Once again, I've blown it with my image saving. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, sound off. If you follow Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram. Every time we do a live stream earlier in the day, I will post a sound off post that asks for your input as to what we should talk about on the show. Um, we're going to do that right now. First up, the Iron Grenadier. Thoughts about the comic at Skybound and the shared universe. Well, I think we kind of already covered that, which is good <laughs> because we're short on time now, guys. <laughs> it's nice when we can knock one out early in the show. Uh, all right podcast from the pit what is up everybody needs to check out well everybody should check out everyone uh on instagram that that uh contributes to sound off but everybody check out podcast from the pit uh we get to say hi to those guys at joe fest they're awesome i love those guys they're i, I love seeing them at, at joe fest love those guys and they're fantastic and they've always got good input here uh each of you pick either arctic desert or covert and pick your team of five joes to have repainted for the set so i think we're our, our rules that we're going to establish here it has to be five classified series joes uh that have been shown if they're not out yet that's okay but they have to be ones that we've seen with our eyes wh whether by you know render or whatever uh and repaint them for really whatever environment if you've got something other than those three i think that's fair uh, but did you guys have an opportunity to think? I know, Brian, I know you're kind of taken uh, by surprise on this one. We'll give you a minute to ponder unless you're ready pondering. to go. Pondering. Uh, okay. Give okay. me a second. I'm, I'm, I'm pondering. I'm, I'm getting Absolutely. there. I'm getting there. Although Absolutely. You guys will probably pick the ones that I'm thinking of. 
but I'll, that's okay. I'll, that's fine. That's There's fine. only a limited I'll, number I'll, of characters I'll to choose from anyway. Copying. I'll be I'll be the copycat. You guys, you guys know. But I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Christian Noel, if you, are you guys ready with anything, or should I go ahead? Yep. Christian, you look eager. What is happening? What do you got? No, so as we all know, I I love an Arctic battlefield. Uh, so <clears throat> mine are Duke, Breaker, Rock and Roll, of course Shipwreck, and Falcon, so we can get a fixed head. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Although it's this specifies repaint, yeah. Although I I already uh, I already ruined my rules because I totally forgot that my list I did not go with classified. I went <laughs> I went with original Joe's because I had this great idea <laughs> that I had to follow through on. So forget the classified, any Joe's, any era, <laughs> whatever you want, because he didn't specify classified. That's just something I made up for no reason right now. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and throw mine out there since I'm the one that broke my own rules. Uh, I chose Desert, and I have a reason for the ones that I picked, which are Rock and Roll, Short Fuse, Hawk, Breaker, and Stalker. Because in the original line, we got Clutch and Grunt in Desert Colors. I would love to see the rest of the 1982 figures in Desert Colors, just as a cool experiment to have. And I'd love to see... what. Uh, what stalkers camo looked like so that like is that. uh that's my five i uh i also went with desert and the first one i picked was falcon because first of all i think falcon would look great in desert colors um but also it gives you an opportunity to fix that head <laughs> yes it's a repaint <laughs> but i think i think we can retool one part it's fine um for him but i also uh i chose uh rock and roll i chose stalker i chose cover girl and i chose lady J because uh i'd love to see like several other desert figures and i and i really think um you know that'd be a good kind of core crew to send out yeah i dig that i'd like to see a desert lady you kind of do her like the night force lady J, but just with desert like with that kind of camo look Mm -hmm. um, i was gonna pick flint but i already have one guy with a beret so you know you can only have so you many you can never have too many berets i'd like to see a beret <laughs> squad speaking of falcon and speaking of berets uh speaking of his tank i ordered a vice admiral rampart star wars black series figure and put that head on falcon and it is good. perfect the beret fits great. It's not too small, which, you know, Black Series is not scaled to go with classified, but I guess he's just got a big noggin because this really worked out. So thank you to whichever his tanker did this. I, I cannot remember who it was. I don't normally like spending $20 to upgrade a figure, but that Falcon head was so bad. It was worth it. And while I was at it, I had to I had to put a little electrical tape on the uh, the peg in there to get it to sit right. I also wrapped a little bit around his backpack peg, and now that actually stays in. So that was a nice little improvement too. So anyway, yeah, I, I keep an eye on Vice Admiral Rampart. Uh, if you see one for cheap, get it and put that head on Falcon because it makes that figure a thousand percent better. All right, Brian, have you got your team? Uh I will preface by saying I feel bad about really disliking that Falcon figure. Somebody worked really hard to make that, you know, somebody put effort into it. 
an artist uh, hewed that uh, uh, that face out of plastic. <laughs> yeah, but and they I... don't have any friends because whoever <laughs> they showed it to looked at that and said, "That is good." <laughs> so I, I don't I don't relish you know, really strongly disliking things, but no, I gotta no. be truthful and honest. That was, that one's pretty rough. That one's <laughs> yeah. pretty rough. Um, but I, and I went with desert to, uh, yeah, I know I'm not very original, but, uh, I had reasons. Um, first of all, I know they haven't released the classified, uh, grunt yet, but a desert grunt would, yeah basically be a tan grunt 1983 uh with the the falcon glider um so um you know i just thought that was a nice variation on grunge you know back at the time and it allowed you to kind of make a desert um squad if you'd use like a tan uh clutch from the vamp mark ii so uh, my first choice then for my desert my five desert guys five desert repaints would be grunt um, and since I want to also roll with more 82 characters, I'm going to throw rock and roll uh, in there and I'm going to throw uh, Scarlet in there. Um, so that's what? That's three. Uh, Breaker. So I'm, I'm, I'm throwing in the, the 82s, uh, but I'm going to, for my, for number five, say, what was that? Grunt, Scarlet, rock and roll, Breaker. For number five, uh, I am going to say Flint uh, because you can do him in the colors and maybe give him like a vest, like the uh, Battle Core Flint, like the what what version was that? Like version four of Flint, which had like um, a beret that that had a uh, a havelock like a, a cloth mm -hmm. uh, behind it and had desert colors, so you could um, you could do a battle core uh flint that's more or less a repaint it's close to a repaint you know we're, we're, hey we've already we've already talked about retooling uh falcon's head so if if we're allowed one retool then i'll give him like a battle core vest or something to make him more like the battle core figure but i, I like that um uh fans of 90s gi joe which i'm not one but I have many friends who are, you know, some of my best friends are 90s G.I. Joe fans. Um, so, um, so that's why I'm not prejudiced against against the 90s G.I. Joe fans, some of my best friends. Um, and I'd like, I wouldn't actually like to see them get more. You know, they got um, what was essentially a Ninja Force Storm Shadow. Uh, that was, I think, yeah. a fun idea. I'd like to see a bit more of that. So, um, so my choice would be uh, Flint uh, because we we might get um, like a battle core Flint in desert colors. So that those that's what I'm going with. All right, very nice. Uh, Daniel Rod thirty five. Which, if any, classified figure do you see being a hard to find and expensive item in about fifty years uh, from now? Should this world still exist? <laughs> Uh, out of what has been released so far. And that's funny because um, Mandalorian Jedi just said, I wonder if Falcon figures with the original head is going to be a really expensive collectible someday. So that's uh, that's some great timing right there, fellas. Um, 
Oh, uh, Rich Murphy. Corey told me at Joe Fest that the back and forth with the factory was so much with Falcon's head that they finally had to call it due to deadlines. Very interesting. Mm. Uh, yeah, and we uh, I think we all spoke to Corey at Joe Fest and, and kind of congratulated on more, him on uh, landing with Skeletron. Uh, okay, so this is just my, what I kind of, throughout there i don't know that any of this is really going to be super valuable although the falcon with the original head is not a bad guess uh i think the first wave because even now the first wave is is going for pretty decent dollars i think the first wave of if any action figure line is the one that's probably likely to to be in there because it was produced in lower numbers uh I, I just think those maybe will retain some value i think major blood and serpentor are both pretty likely to to stay up there. Yeah. I think the double zero snake eyes is probably one that is going to be sought after. Uh, and then maybe some of the Cobra Island stuff, but maybe not because they did do that second production run on it. So I don't know. Yeah, but some of them changed because like the first run Cobra Trooper well, right. And yeah. well, Joe, Joe fans eBay. really don't get caught up in minutia. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you still can't get that first trooper for less than $50 anywhere at this point. So, yeah, some of the Cobra Island stuff. You guys have any thoughts about anything else that might uh, fetch some money when we're all in the ground? Either Glenn, one of those Glenda. commanders other than the first Glenda. One. Yes, Glenda. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, looks like Christian hit the eject button. Hopefully, nope. he'll be able to make his way back uh, in. I, 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 I've got a uh, got some uh, a dark horse candidate for you. Okay. Um, I've got a dark horse candidate. Hold on. Let me let me make sure. Hold on. That timeout. I'm sorry. Sure. Talk sure. amongst yourself. Oh I, yeah, I, absolutely. I've got, a, I've got a thought. Okay. Hold okay. On, hold on. Uh, you um, know what? I think Master of Disguise Zartan might be another one. Yeah. Uh, that that holds some value. Yeah, the uh, the retail exclusive ones, uh, maybe the roadblock, the machine gunner roadblock, um, or what's he called? Heavy artillery. Heavy roadblock. artillery roadblock. Yeah, yeah. I think he may. You know what? Cobra Island roadblock, possibly. Even though it felt like, <laughs> well, no. Listen, the, the one that you couldn't go into a target without tripping over. Right, but if if so many people truly didn't buy it then that means they're less out there in the wild. I don't know what, what happens to figures when they don't sell. They go like we the know they go to Ross and Ollie's, but where do they go after that? <laughs> is there a land? Is there, are they with ET? Island of Misfit, Misfit Toys. And wait, is it ET or the Superman game that's in the land? It landfill? was ET that's buried ET, in the yeah. desert, yeah. As, as well, well he, he should be. That, that would, That's kind of my dark horse. Um, E.T.? Because, <laughs> no, not <laughs> along those lines. Oh, <laughs> uh that would yeah if if et yes no no uh but uh the gi joe classified series snake eyes gi joe origins a kiko figure was short packed oh like sold like hell i mean it was just like a nothing it's yeah, a peg yeah, yeah. Warmer. like most of those were peg warmers um but uh nobody wants it right now uh but as as we've learned with collecting uh vintage figures the the really unpopular ones the ones that didn't sell back then are a lot of them are rare now so for future completists um that may be the biggest pain in the butt at least from that series of figures to actually get a hold of um that's my dark horse candidate 
I think that's a good call. It did, yeah. didn't even occur to me. And, and look, I like that figure. I think it's a good figure. Uh, although I probably am getting ready to box up my movie figures because I just yeah, need the space. Yeah. Uh, all right. Silent interlude. All the O-ring lines you saw interviewed at Joe Fest plus in the Navy. Okay. So uh, I did speak to a number of the people behind the O-ring renaissance, uh, as it's being called at Joe Fest. That video goes up tomorrow on the Needless Things YouTube channel. But I highly recommend everybody here go to his tank and old breed started a thread called o-ring renaissance and actually provided links to all of the different o-ring projects that are going on right now so you can go to his tank and check out operation recall call sign longbow uh skeletron strike force alpha delta 17 uh the retro riot commando from zika toys legends of the hidden force in the navy easy kill nine like everything is in there and they're all worth taking a look at uh but out of everything right now you know we we've talked about recall longbow skeletron a ton delta 17's presence at joe fest did you guys get a chance to look at that stuff in person yes 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 wow yeah wow just really, really cool. Um, and not getting a Kickstarter, just going no, straight going into production. In, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, going into production in just a, a few weeks here should be available before the end of the year. Yeah. yeah. How, Very how exciting. Can not be how can you not be impressed with that? It, it, they're not it's, rolling it's into a Kickstarter by the end of the year. They're they're going to be ready to start production before the end of the year. And yeah, the, the, the sculpts on those were... Um, great the the deco that they had on the the painted prototypes they had uh, was uh, amazing um they can store uh, all their weapons on them mm -hmm. yes really really nice yeah and i i spoke with uh steven i've actually spoken steven with a, a good bit since joe fest as well he's the guy behind the line uh and he he said he's been working on it seven days a week for three years and it shows and we are uh more to more to come uh with audible interlude and delta 17 stay tuned uh and then one more from silent interlude will we see more gi joe transformers toys now seems like a sure thing given the movie crossover and the comic crossover uh which by the way if you want to hear my thoughts about the uh rise of the beasts gi joe appearance please check out our last episode i don't often go off on a rant but i went off on a rant uh <laughs> Will they be vintage-based, or could they be something else, possibly even classified? Uh, everybody, uh, be sure to check out Needless Things tomorrow for more on that. Uh, so I don't think classified is likely. Like, there may be Joes-based, like, the looks from the comics could show up in, in classified. I don't see us getting classified-scale Transformers. Uh, but I think you know maybe hasbro's hanging because we heard the what what's stronger than a rumor about the triple t and the thunder machine uh transformers mashups that yeah. were supposed to be coming it's maybe almost Has a confirmation but not quite right maybe hasbro's hanging on to those till the end of the year when the comics launch and when it's the holidays i don't know all, all we can do is speculate but yeah I, I i for one loved the transformers gi joe mashups 
as I said, they're things that I wanted ever since I was a kid. So I hope there's more. I hope there's more O-ring. I hope there's, I hope the retroverse happens. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, let's see here. Griddle games. Uh, who else I get to hang out with at Joe Fest? Was the latest wave of pre-orders as much of a surprise minus Tunnel Rat to you guys as it was to me? By the way, love the eels and what other figures would you like to see that's never been done like the Desert Commando Snake Eyes? I don't know if he's ever been made, but I think you get where I'm going. Uh, Yeah, I think we were all surprised by the eel and Desert Commando Snake Eyes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I I love me some eels. I I, I had to order through Amazon, but I could not order fast enough. Like My fingers wouldn't move fast (laughs) enough for my satisfaction faction to order that uh that eels and and i love that hasbro sat on those and just threw them out there yeah Mm -hmm. like i want more of that kind of thing if they could possibly make it so there's a product like actually ready to order rather than pre-order at some point that would be phenomenal what do you think this is super seven you're dealing with (laughs) right (laughs) right uh so yeah, that that was that was a great little wave of three figures, and I can't wait to see what we've got the next couple of Wednesdays here. What else do they have in store for us? Uh, so I'd like to point out that no characters from Special Mission Brazil have been released yet <laughs> in any any form, not nope. even their regular versions. So it seems clear to me that Lenny, as a special favor to me is going to release a special mission Brazil box set. Uh, and then we'll get to the regular boring versions of those characters sometime down the line. It really doesn't matter if we ever get them at all, as long as we get those special mission Brazil colors. I think between torpedo what is this and special uh, mission Brazil that you hear that you speak of, I'm not familiar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, for those uh, listening or viewing that are unaware, special mission Brazil is a special box set of five characters that came out. It was a Toys R Us exclusive in 1986. And we reviewed the cassette tape that was included with this set on, I think it was the very first episode. Yeah. And it's just my favorite set of GI Joes of all time. I I have I have a brilliant marketing idea. Okay. Let's hear it. Special Mission Brazil came with an audio tape the first yes. time around. But not everybody can play audio tapes anymore. You know, not everybody has a tape player. Don't know that they would go for that format. So you update it. You you do what you too did and release an iPod. <laughs> with the story on it because the uh, the kids are listening to ipods now right yeah, yeah, that's they're, they're, that's um, what they brand do new technology that, that's yeah i i think that's what it is they but put the ipod on their do. head and go specials mission brazil ipod with the story loaded on it that's that's what you do that's absolutely that's the way to do it 100 percent uh and as far as repaints of existing figures, which we, we've kind of talked about, but I think it'd be very, very easy for them to do a stinger driver. That yeah. seems like low hanging fruit to me. Uh, and uh, to go back to the well I was in a little while ago, a desert ranger stalker, uh, cl- a classified mm-hmm. version, mm-hmm. you know, with mm-hmm. that scarf in, in more desert colors and give them a desert camo. Uh, that's a little more, a little more contrast in the camo. I think that'd be great. You guys have any idea for, I mean, we kind of already talked about repaints, but anything yeah. else come to mind? 
you know, I could see Stalker being repainted uh, as like with like the um, uh, the Talking Battle Commandos colors. Um, uh, again, I like look here, you you fans of '90s GI Joe. I'm thinking of you. All right, I'm That's your friend. Right. I'm your friend, and I know that um, that particular figure, the Talking Battle Commanders um, Stalker, was one that got a release as a Hall of Fame figure. Uh, I think those colors were fairly popular at the time. So, uh, for for the '90s fans who are maybe underserved with classified right now, uh, I, that I could I could. I would get behind that repaint of Stalker. Yeah, absolutely. I'll throw out uh, repainting Lady J as Canary. But, you know, I'm always going to do that. But the outrage over another Lady J. And I don't disagree with you. I would like to see that. But my gosh, we need to wait like five or six years before we do that one. Uh, All right. Last uh, sound off we've got from our pal Pete. No comply. 1945. Do you prefer your G.I. Joes to be a more realistic representation of the military or more out there wacky designs and colors? I think we've addressed this a lot on the show, but it's it's always good to kind of revisit things like this. Uh, I think most of us are in the middle. I do not want like straight up saving Private Ryan figures. Uh, and I love the out there wacky designs, but I think my my perfect Joe is is in the middle there. I like the futuristic military look. I do like some color. I like high contrast camo i like uh i like this guy too <laughs> like it it's it's uh, all joe is good joe but i think the only thing that i don't love is if it's just straight up realistic military because there are other things that do that and and it's just not as interesting to me that was uh, that's the magic of joe since 1983 is and you know 82 was was much more realistic military look 83 we started getting fun and that's what i love you guys kind of on the same page um, i i think they're kind of striking the right balance now because mm-hmm. they're giving us something more military realistic with you know uh falcon such as he is uh stalker you know you they've given us the you know the machine gun with rock and roll they give us a breaker in his his green uniform and motorcycle i but they're also you know uh doing you know your you want your color you've got your shipwreck you know you uh you've got zarana with the 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 fun pink colors you got your white ninja with with storm shadow i kind of like that balance i've i kind of like the balance this that they're striking with it now well and i've always been like i i want joes to be rooted in reality to a certain extent but i don't want them to be like i said just just regular army guys i want them to have unique personalities i want all of the the, the figures to look different with cobra there's no limit i don't I like i i want some wacky colors here and there so that's why i love seeing some of those brightly colored cobra figures i love seeing you know, shirtless Dr. Mindbender standing next to Zorana and her pink hair, and then just like all white storm shadow right next to them. It's, you know, it's, it, it always pops really well on the shelf. Like, I'm not a fan of characters like sci-fi so much that are just wearing, you know, target green, 
Um, oh, but... see, I love that that <laughs> neon green and silver. Give me that color combo all day long. You guys, see, give me that color combo on a Cobra, but on a Joe, I'm like, all right, I want something oh, a little bit I, more muted. I like it. Okay, we've got some breaking news here. Uh, oddly enough, from my friend Duke. You're friends with Duke? I am friends with Conrad Hauser himself. Uh, well, no, this is a different Duke, but that's okay. okay. Uh, so we're all in the social media and we get the ads for the uh, bootleg shirts that feature some of our favorite characters. Uh, but there is a real legit company called Results, or at least that's how I assume you pronounce it. And they have announced a partnership with Hasbro to produce licensed G.I. Joe clothing up on the screen right now. Very similar to those, you know, Instagram ads that you get for bootleg shirts, but this <laughs> is a real legit product. 2023 copyright Hasbro. Uh, more is coming, and apparently this is launching tomorrow at 1600. Ooh. I really like this shirt a lot. It look You can tell the quality is different from the ones that pop up on like Instagram or whatever. Uh, but huge thanks to Duke for sending this along, uh, right. As we're getting ready to wrap the show up, this is fantastic. Uh, I am, I am definitely buying. Well, okay. If this is like $125 shirt, I'm not buying this shirt, but well, if it, it's, it's nice to have some formal wear, I'll have something to wear to, to weddings. That's right. Uh, court appearances. Uh, I like it. I like that. It's understated too. Very nice. Very, very, classy, very, classy. very subtle. I would love to have a tie with that design on it. Actually, that would be very nice. Uh, so with that, and I'm going to bring my notes back up now. I wasn't expecting all that. Uh, okay, guys, we are out of time. Thrasher's scavenger hunt is going to have to be attended to another day because I've got to be up uh, six hours from now for work. So Hooded Cobra Commander 788, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the show. It was great talking to you. We appreciate everything you do for the community. Thank you for having me. And anytime, just let me know. You, you saw how smoothly this went. Um, it's, only, <laughs> it's all uphill from, from here. It, it, it only gets better. So before uh, well, we sign off, over here. Uh, before we sign off, where can we find you online? Uh, and when does Cobra Convergence officially kick off? Okay. Um, you can find me on YouTube. Uh, just search for HCC788 or Hooded Cobra Commander 788. Um, same uh, name on social media, on Facebook and Twitter. Cobra Convergence starts on July 1st and runs all the way through July. There is a calendar uh, on my website, on the main page of my website, hcc788.com, with a list of all of the featured presenters and the dates, uh, the days that they will be putting up their special Cobra content. So make sure you follow each of them uh, so you don't miss any, including the Audible Interlude guys who are going to be at it again. Thank you guys this year. Uh, so yeah, all through July, and it kicks off July 1st. First guy is uh, Zazel, um, uh, Sergeant Slaughter's Slaughterhouse, who is also at Joe Fest. So that's a cool guy. Uh, so make sure you uh, uh, check us out starting July 1st, going all the way through the 31st. Uh, and since Christian has uh, been lost and has not returned, you can find his toy photography under Legion Cub on Instagram. Noel, why don't you tell us a little bit about the finest? 
The finest is an international G.I. Joe costuming club. Uh, we have garrisons and regiments all over the world. Um, so wherever you are, if you ever thought about dressing up like your favorite G.I. Joe or Cobra or October Guard or Dreadnoughter, whichever adjacent uh, one that you like, um, check out our website, uh, which is thefinestcc.com. You can also go to the Finest Recruiting Center on Facebook if you want to get some tips on how to do your costume. We've got field man manuals available on the website. And you get to help us raise money for an amazing cause, Canines for Warriors. Uh, check us out when you're at your latest toy show. Maybe we're there. If we're not, hey, talk to the owners and talk to the presenters and say we want them there next year. Well, you guys, thank you so much for sitting down talking about G.I. Joe. Everybody that was watching, everybody in the chat, thank you guys for participating. I know this is kind of the second time we've neglected our chat, but we, we had a lot to get through tonight. <laughs> I promise uh, July 3rd we will... Uh, we, we will we will tend to our chat a little better and until then yo joe cobra cobra You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh-huh.